T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on the fan it is a final it is a final you have to say it twice the game the doubleheader the series it's uh it's a final and and the results are not good welcome in everybody baby shade and blind post game show tim allen sam schmitz is here talking about a uh, two for the price of one doubleheader today seven inning variety in a crazy 2020 season the Brewers, uh, they, they lose both of them. 6-1 in game one, 6-zip, a shutout on just one hit. With just one hit? Just one <clears throat> damn hit in game two? That's it? Wow. 13-17 um, and 17 mark now. We are at the halfway point in this 2020 championship season. It, it seems uh, as if the Brewers lost a little momentum uh, after a couple of exciting victories, one-run uh, victories in both uh, games one and two on Monday, Tuesday, then with the cancellation yesterday, uh, then you, you you lost a little momentum there. You did, and I feel that had an impact on things a little bit, and they go ahead and they ju- they just get their brains beat out, and that's, that's what occurred. In fact, uh, you go back to that first game, there was a point in that game one today, this afternoon, in which uh, Castellanos and Winker, uh, they were six for six with three homers and four RBIs <laughs> in in a, like a half a game. Uh, they really jumped on Adrian Hauser. Uh, Josh Lindblom uh, tried to do his best to keep the team in the game. But when you don't get offense, guys, it does put these pitchers in a tough spot. And and that I f- I feel for those pitchers because they got a pitch with such a fine line. They just feel like one mistake is is really putting the team behind the eight ball. And and really, uh, I heard uh, Rock on Fox Sports Wisconsin talking about that the other night. That it it does play a part, even even if it's not conscious. It might be in your subconscious as a pitcher here. If if you know the offense is is going to scuffle for runs, and you know you have to be a little bit more fine. You got to make every pitch. You can't loosen up a little bit when you get yourself into trouble. You put more pressure on you, and uh, and it turned out that you know you get outscored in two games and shortened games too. Uh, both both of these seven inning varieties and and you get outscored twelve to one. I mean literally one. You got eight hits in fourteen innings and one run in fourteen innings. Now, I will say this. I'm not going to give up on this baseball team because it is a crazy season. 
We're at the halfway mark. Do you believe this team is in a pennant, uh, pennant race or a playoff chase? Do you believe that? Because I do. I do still, despite I know it's tough times here uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers here. Certainly their offense. But I'm not, I'm not throwing in the towel on this thing. Not at all. They're in a playoff chase right now. And you can disagree. It's all right to disagree with me on that. But I, I 100% true confession, believe that. They're in a playoff chase right now. It's not as bad as you think. It's not. I know it appears that way. I know there's some there's some attitude with with everything that's going on. But I will say this. On the baseball side of things, these guys are still in it. We threw that out there on Twitter. We'll throw it out there to you if you want to jump aboard. 414-799-1250 because it doesn't look pretty. It didn't look pretty today. But now the Pittsburgh Pirates come in for four games. And honestly, you can get fat against a team like that. I know they just swept you in Pittsburgh, and that may have been the turning point in the season. We have yet to find that out. But if if you go back to one point in time here in the first half of the season, because, again, 30 games in, a 13-17 and 17 mark, um, you know, that may be the turning point if, if uh, this continues here. So we'll find out. There's another game day by day. We go back at it tomorrow, and then you go from there. 799-1250, your reaction here on just a tough, tough day for the Brewers as uh, they get swept in a doubleheader. A little bit of a, a historic doubleheader, too, the first of which at Miller Park and the first of which seven-inning doubleheader at Miller Park uh, in, in its history. But, you know, crazy, crazy times, crazy things happen, and I don't think it's that crazy for me to believe that this team is in a playoff chase right now. The, the standings are going to bear that out. The play doesn't. I understand that. The play at times doesn't. They're going to have to figure out a way. And, again, Craig Council, by the way, ejected in the second game, uh, 16th time in his career. This was coming. You knew this was coming. This was coming. This is about four days. Wouldn't you say, Sam, that it was about four days after I said Council's going to snap soon and get thrown out? Well, we were just waiting for something to kind of boil over finally. I mean, Council's, I give him credit. He's been so level-headed through all this, whether it be the slumps and all that. I mean, I just expected him to blow up at some point in the season. Yeah, everyone's got their breaking point, and you knew that was coming. It, it didn't didn't matter. It doesn't matter. These guys are competitors. Craig Council's no different. And he gets frustrated. He he did not call it frustration, but you saw some frustration tonight out of Craig Council. He, he can put whatever whatever uh, definition he wants on it. We heard over the weekend that, and and we talked about that Monday, Tuesdays, uh, pregame and postgame shows that there was some frustration. Lynn Bloom mentioned that. David Stearns mentioned that. Craig Council refuted that. He wouldn't call it frustration. That's what I call it tonight. He's frustrated. He gets ejected for the first time. Uh, in the season, 16th time overall. Significant on that stat there that he's been ejected 16 times in his career. 16 different umpires have, have, gave, have given him the, the, the boot here in his career. 414-799-1250. Let's go back to game one and get you a little bit of a recap here. Uh, both teams aggressive at the plate after one inning of work. Both of these pitchers... Uh, Hauser and Sonny Gray threw eight pitches exactly in the first inning. Double play did help um, Hauser in that uh, game one first inning. 
Uh, bottom half of the second, no score. Uh, I should say the Reds take the lead in the second. Walk, infield single, seeing eye sing, uh, single. Hauser, um, three hits in the inning, a couple of runs, and we get to the bottom of the second inning. Brewers threaten. There's something. They end up loading the bases, a one-out base hit by Gamble, two-out walk uh, to Orlando Arcia in a 10-pitch at bat. I thought that was going to be a little bit of a turning point. Jace Peterson then with a base hit. Sogard flies out. That might have been your best chance right there. Both pitches, thirty or both pitchers, thirty-five pitches through two innings. Trouble in that third inning uh, against Hauser. Back-to-back homers from Castellanos and Winker, followed up by a sharp single. Uh, double play helped in that inning. A ground ball gets Hauser out of that thing, but damage done. It's it's three zip at at that point. Um, and it's it really it stayed that way as as the Brewer offense they got a couple of runners uh, throughout the game eight men left on base but they still can't get on the board in a consistent level Orlando Arcia had a base hit in that game Brewers just four simple singles as you uh, you know hit the mid game mark through four innings Castellanos is at it again in that fifth inning four plus for Adrian Hauser. Uh, ends up giving up four earned runs. Winker greets Claudio as he picks up for Hauser with a home run. Combo of Castellanos and Winker at that point. Six for six with three home runs. Now, you knew you were running into a buzzsaw at that point. I I mean, something happened with that Cincinnati Reds team. I think the break yesterday honestly helped the Cincinnati Reds get refocused because they were – and David Bell, he's one of those managers that, you know, if he wasn't on the uh, opposing team, I'd actually like him. He's one of the guys that will question everything in a game. You know who else is like that? Joe Madden's like that. Question everything in the game you can question. That's a competitor to me. You know who else is like that? Craig Council is like that. Question everything you can in a baseball game. You'd never know. Uh, Four knocked in, six for six, three home runs for Castellanos and Winker in the fifth inning of game one. Claudio works his way out of it. It's five-zip mid-game, and it wasn't looking good at that point. Nothing for the crew in the bottom of the fifth inning, five-zip to the sixth inning. Fire Eisen gives up a run in the sixth, and then it's six-zip into the bottom of the uh, sixth inning. And here we get to the lone highlight in two games. It's, um, yeah, it's Omar Narvaez starting to swing a little bit better bat. But you had a lot of opportunities, and there's a fly ball hit back in a deep right field. Castellanos looking up. It's gone. Home run number two of the series for Omar Narvaez. And I guess the Brewers on the board. It did, and that on Fox Sports Wisconsin, Matt LaPay and Tim Dillard in the Fox Sports Wisconsin booth. Six to one, and uh, they get a couple of more runners aboard after that. Braun strikes out looking. More on Braun in just a second here. Fire Eisen, a scoreless seventh inning, and the Brewers, nothing in the bottom half. There's the end of game one, six to one final. Brewers now, at that point, 13 and 16 on the season. One game remains uh, in the in the uh, mathematical halfway mark. 
We get to game two. Neither team scores in the first inning. Reds get to Lindblom in the second inning. Three hits and a walk and a couple of runs. It's two zip. And that's what I'm talking about. Lindblom trying to be a little bit too fine in that second inning. And now at two zip, you just feel like, man, you got to climb a big mountain here at two nothing. And uh, Manny Pena draws a walk in the bottom of the second inning. That's, uh, again, significant here because there was a balk call on Wade Miley. And uh, it kind of threw Manny Pena's get-along off a little bit. And he ends up uh, hurting himself. They lifted him from the game. It's sort of a weird play. And I hope, uh, well, we'll get an update on, on Manny Pena as soon as we can. But... Uh, three up, three down for Lindblom. Offense needs to get going in that third inning of game two. Brewers lead off base hit by Urias. He ends up at second base with nobody out, uh, nobody out on a steal. Uh, the offense struggles again. Can't get him in. In fact, that will be the only hit in this baseball game for the Brewers in game two at two to nothing. I mean, I, I don't feel super confident about this offense, and we'll get to that in just a second here. Um, uh, Lindblom, they get they get to him again. They hit um, actually Freddie Peralta up for a couple of runs after Lindblom was done. Uh, in in that inning, that's when uh, manager Craig Council was thrown out four to nothing. Brewers nothing in the fifth. Moving to the sixth at four zip. Yardley in and Yardley join the fun, Eric. Four zip into the uh, later stages of the ball game. Brewers offense nowhere at all. No, it's not Yardley into the fun. It's Justin Grimm back into the fun. He gives up a couple of runs in that seventh inning, and six zip is your final. Two losses today for the crew. That stings. That hurts. Because when you're in a playoff chase here, which I believe they are, that's that's tough. I'm going to say in the two games, Omar Narvaez is our Chevy MVB. <laughs> the only run scored and knocked in in the two games for the Milwaukee Brewers doubleheader lost today. Uh, the Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers uh, or at WisconsinDriveshevy.com. We're going to hear from Josh Lindblom coming up. And uh, after the off day yesterday, uh, two losses, and I think they lost a little momentum, but you've got Pittsburgh going in. You've, you've got some things to look up to, and that is it's a weird season. I'm not giving Are you guys giving up on the team? Because I, I'm hearing and seeing a lot of that on, on social media as well. 414-799-1250. Brewers lose two today, two for the price of one. They split the four-game set against the Cincinnati Reds, two games apiece. And they'll go at the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow. Lynn Bloom, Craig Council coming up after his ejection. And just a couple of comments on Ryan Braun on the other side here. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Are you kidding me? This is the way it turns out here in a doubleheader today for the Brewers and Reds as they wrap up their four-game set. They lose 6-1 in Game 1. They lose 6-zip 
in game two. And in game two, again, granted, seven innings, but still looks pretty rough for that offense as uh, game two only netted the Brewers just one one hit. So you get one run on seven hits in game one, one run, uh, no runs on just one hit in game two. It's just crazy. Just the, the offense, I don't know if it could be any worse. I know I heard Euchre, and it's great to hear Euchre. I mean, we went 10 games prior to uh, this week without Bob Euchre, and I, I just love hearing that voice uh, in and around Brewers baseball. I really do. Uh, but, I mean, Euchre was saying on the on the broadcast today that, you know, the, the offense will come around. It'll come around. It'll come around. It'll come around. It'll come around. Well, it's not coming around. It's not. I'm going to go over some batting averages in just a little while when we dip into the box score. But, I mean, it's not coming around. And and so a guy like Ryan Braun, who incidentally did not play on Tuesday, day off on Tuesday, a day off on Wednesday, and he can't play two, 14, in, 14 innings of baseball today. Again, I don't know what the deal is if we think this is a 162. Brawny, you need to play. You have got to play baseball, and a lot of it, for the Brewers to hit the postseason window. He's got to play baseball right now. And to sit and see this stuff going on, I just he got a pinch hit appearance in, in game one, I believe. And then started game two. But you got to play, man. You're going to have to play. Craig, he's going to have to play. I mean, this whole saving him that, hey, it's for the greater good. Do you, do you want him for a short amount of time and a lot of baseball, or do you want him with a decent amount of baseball and a longer degree of time? I want to take it day, after, day by day here. And if he's healthy, he plays. And when he gets hurt, I should say if he gets hurt. <laughs> Sorry, Freudian slip there. If he gets hurt, then we'll deal with it when we deal with it. But right now, it's sort of the sense of urgency, don't you think? Now, the good news is the Brewers are just five games out of first place. Despite all of what's gone on, 13 and 17 mark through the halfway mark, 30 games in of a 60. You're 13 and 17 of those 30. Now, the disturbing point is... You've played from behind to start the game of the 30 games 23 times. That is a pretty pathetic stat. It is. And that's an indictment on an offense that cannot get things together no matter what. Well, there are a few things you can do, and we've talked about it before, but it's worth talking about it again. By the way, the are-you-kidding-me moment of the game is two losses, especially game two, shut out on one hit in seven innings. Are-you-kidding-me moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing. Um, there are some things you can do, and that is the lineup. I, I'm going back to it, guys. I'm going to go right back to it. And those of you uh, that you know are listening to this, it, it seems like Tim's beating a dead horse. But what else is there to do then? This isn't working. The offense needs uh, needs some consistency. Well, let's start with just winning some, getting some runs. How about that? We'll just start with that, and then we'll then we'll work on the consistency. 
when they're not scoring runs and you continually throw this lineup out there that has Yelich and Hira, Hira, Hira and Yelich back to back. What? Who glued them together, Craig? Why is it that you cannot separate those two? Because again, these are your heavy lifters. They're not heavy lifting. You got about a two thirty-five average with with Hira, and and an average of under two hundred with Christian Yelich. Separate them. I can tell you what I'd do. I wanted Avisail Garcia to be the everyday leadoff guy. Well, that you know that's half right. We're half right on that because anytime Ryan Braun decides to play baseball, he gets to go in the leadoff spot. Okay, if if you believe that doesn't work, then which. I guess the numbers would bear out that it's not working. Then what's wrong with pulling a little bit of Joe Madden out? Pulling a little bit of uh, some other managers around the around the league that will just switch it up a little bit to get guys going. How about Yelly leads off? Does that sound like fun? Sounds like fun to me. Sounds like a change to me that, uh, who knows, just might damn work. Yelich, you're going to lead off. Keston Hira, you're going to go down to fourth or fifth. We're going to scoot up one of those averages that we really like. That's a Luis Urias or an Orlando Arcia. We're going to scoot those guys up into the first three spots. Just one of them. We're not going to stack up those dudes up there. We're going to slide one of them up there. Is that so far-fetched? Brawny, we're going to show you are a Brewers legend here. We're going to show that we have faith in you. You you have the experience, the moxie. We're going to put you right there in that three-hole. You loved that three-hole for years. You loved hitting in the, in the upper portion of the lineup. We're going to put that, we're going to instill that moxie back into you. We're going to get this thing going. So Yelich, Arcia, Braun. Why, why is that so far-fetched? Because what you're doing isn't working. Avisail Garcia, you can slide down to four or five. Justin Smoke, starting to come around a little bit. Yeah, we can use that cleanup spot. Nice switch hitter. Keston here, I'm sorry, buddy, but you're down to fifth or sixth. Why is that such a, such a bad idea to do this? Because I don't know what else is left. Trades? That's not, that's not flying. Trade deadline on Monday. Uh, going off, well, you saw Craig Council get ejected today. I don't know, maybe that'll fire things up a little bit. But this attached at the hip, Keston Hira and Christian Yelich. I'm surprised it hasn't worked, but it hasn't. So we're at the halfway mark. Yeah, make a change. Sam, you'd see things a little bit different with this lineup. Uh, in what way? Well, I, you see you see a different configuration here. You want one of the younger dudes like Urias leading off, oh, right? Yeah. Isn't that what we were saying? I want either – well, okay, so here's the thing. I want either Urias or Arcia to get one of those top three spots in the lineup because – I'm with you there. Urias is disciplined. So if you want the disciplined approach, you can go that way. Arcia is aggressive, and this season it's working. So if you want maybe have like an ambush kind of, kind of lineup with Arcia in the leadoff spot, maybe that's an opportunity. and. I don't think it'll happen knowing the way council does it, but if it if I had a say in it, that'd be what I would recommend. The holding pattern is the top three. So you either get Avasail Garcia or Braun leading off, and then it's Hira Yelich, Yelich Hira. That's that's what it's been the whole time. And it ain't working. It's not working. Craig, I don't know what to tell I don't know what to tell you, man. I wish it were. I do. 
I wish it were working, but it's not. So you're going to have to change things up a little bit. And again, I go back to about a week or 10 days ago, and we had the same conversation. We had the conversation, what is left to do? That's about the only thing I can think of. You don't get new players. You can't reset. You can't reset the offseason. You can't bring back, and I don't want to hear this because we're, I, we're sick of hearing it and we're dealing with it. There's no more Grandal and Moustakis. So just there's no Grandal, Moustakis, and Kane. Those three guys aren't in these lineups. So the, just take that off the table. I know it hurts. I know that that's a tough pill to swallow. But they're gone. If you can't bring in those players, those types of players, okay, what's left? This is what's left. And to sit there with all futility in front of me, I just find that hard to believe. I know there's been some changes here and there. There has been with this lineup. But not wholesale changes. There just hasn't been wholesale changes. And, and they're coming. I, I can just about guarantee you they're coming. Because they have to. 799-1250 if you want to jump aboard. Brewers lose two today. But I wouldn't worry so much. I'm not giving up on this team. I think he'll figure something out to get the offense going. I'm still, I know I've been saying that halfway through the season, but I still believe it'll happen, and it's got to happen with some changes. It does. It does. Now's, now's about the time. I would give it, here, here's the deal. I would give it through this Pittsburgh Pirates series. These four games are going to be telling to me because after this, if, if it continues, if the offense continues to struggle here, then there's no question starting on Monday you will have to do wholesale changes. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. 799-1250, Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show after the Brewers lose 2-6-1 and 6-zip. Here from manager Craig Council, also Josh Lindblom. And we'll dig into these, uh, these numbers here, quite disturbing yet again today. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shaden Blind Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. All right, welcome back. Brewers, a tough day at the office today. They lose the uh, first game 6-1, to one, second game of this doubleheader 6-zip. They are shut out on just one hit. And offense, the name of the game in this one, uh, well, the story of the game in this one for both teams. I mean, w- Castellanos and Winker. I mean, that's one hell of a one-two punch right now. Winker, there's a guy that, uh, well, he looks like he is he is coming on in his career. It, it really does. Uh, Brewers are going to have their hands full with that dude uh, moving forward in this central division. Now, on the other hand, the story uh, offensively for the Brewers, it continues to rear its ugly head. That is the story here in 2020. When you're looking at between-the-lines baseball stories for this Brewers organization here in 2020, it is the offense, and it's offensive most times. You just can't get things going, and it's almost painful at times where you're almost expecting the worst when you watch these guys. It's tough. I get everyone slumps. Believe me, I know slumping is part of baseball. And it's going to happen. I don't care what the name is on the back of your jersey. But isn't this a little ridiculous here, 30 games in? You still can't find it? Come up with all the reasons why. 
You can come up with all the excuses why. The reality is other teams are getting it done. There are some disturbing offensive numbers throughout the league, and I'll admit that, but not to this degree. Not like the Brewers. I mean, there's very, they're in rarefied air here. I mean, they're towards the bottom in every single offensive category you can think of. And even the ones that are going to be made up, they're still way at the bottom. Even the, the, the sabermetrics that haven't even been invented yet, they would be at the bottom. So you have to change something. And I know Craig Council's not going to, hey, these guys got to go from within and they, they got to, you know, it's up to them and it's them against the pitcher in the box and the whole deal. But man, help that out a little bit. Uh, just, you got you're going to have to show some change here. If, if this Pittsburgh Pirates series is four games, and I hate to put a, a D day deadline on this thing, but at some point you're going to have to, to where it is, Arcia leading off. And you're like, whoa, okay. This is this is different. Or Yelich is leading off. Oh boy, Christian Yelich is leading off. Sam, you told me Mike Trout led off the other day, right? Yep, Joe Madden put him in leadoff after struggling for like the past like four or five days. And sure there's enough, a world's, yeah, there's a World Series winning manager that tries new stuff because he knows the clock is ticking. Craig, you got to try some new stuff, dude. I, I'm I'm go back to what you are next year. And you are going to be a great manager. Doesn't this seem like I'm talking on the phone with Craig Council all the time? It's almost, almost like I'm just talking directly to him. If you know his number, tell him I'm talking to him right now. <laughs> He's probably on his way way home to Whitefish Bay. Craig, you got to try new stuff, dude. You do. And you know it. You know it deep down. You do. I'm not telling you that I'm a better manager than you in any way, shape, or form. Man, you're there for a reason. You know I like you, I respect you, but you're going to have to change some things up because it ain't working. And it doesn't indict you as a scatterbrain. It doesn't. It just means you're trying different stuff. Separate Yelich and Hira. See what happens there if you sandwich them around someone else. Just just try that. Have they, Sam, I hate to do this to you. I know you got enough on your plate. How many of the 30 games have they not batted together, attached at the hip? Either Yelich here or here or Yelich. I don't think it's been many. I don't know if any, I can't recall any when they were in the lineup together. So point being, he's going to try something different if the offense doesn't get going over the weekend. All right, let's hear from Craig Council, thrown out, uh, ejected for the 16th time in his career, first time this year. Here's Counts after the Brewers' doubleheader loss. Craig, what's the uh, report on Manny? How bad does it look? Um, we're going to have some testing done tomorrow. Um, so no um, no answers for sure. He, he, he is out of here. He's walking out of here on crutches, so he's having a hard time putting, putting weight on it. Um, but uh, we, should have, we should know more uh, early in the afternoon tomorrow. You just kind of hyperextend his leg going back to first, or what? What actually happened there? Yeah, I mean, he got a little stuck on a pickoff move and kind of jammed his knee in the bag, and it, um, you know, kind of did a little sideways thing. That's what he felt, but um, we'll, we'll see what it says tomorrow. Craig, 
Craig, we've asked you six different ways about getting the offense going. Um, I, I, you're halfway through now. What gives you uh, optimism that the second half will be better than the first half? Yeah, again, I mean, I think we're, we're, you know, we've got guys in the lineup who have had success in this league and, um, and um, it has not been a successful first half for, for a lot of our lineup for, frankly, most of our lineup. Um, and so, it, you know, it, it's, it's got to be better. Um, and, I, and I think there's reason to think it will be better because, um, you know, they have proven themselves in this league. Um, and so, and there's some, because there's some great players that, have, that were, are struggling for us right now. So um, I really believe it's going to be better. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, but, it, but it needs to happen soon. I think that's, that, that's accurate. And that's, I think that we all know that, um, you know, it, uh, we're, we're making it harder on ourselves right now. Um, we're making it really hard to win games, we're making our pitching be pitching, pitching be really perfect to win games. Um, and that's, that's a pretty big burden for them. So we, we've got to be better offensively. Um, there's no question about it. Braves, the guy's been pitching pretty well all year for Cincinnati, but Miley had been struggling up till tonight. What did y'all see from him? Why was he as effective as he was, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've, Wade was good. His cutter was good against us tonight. There's, that's, you know, that's what he used to, to slow the right-handers down. He just throws like a little cut fastball on the inside corner. Um, and you saw a lot of guys get jammed. Um, that's what, that's what he did. Craig, what did you uh, think of your two starters, Adrian and, uh, and uh, Lindblad? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought Adrian was, you know, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, I didn't think Adrian was sharp today, I guess is probably the best way to say it. He, um, you know, and then, for whatever reason, um, this just wasn't as crisp as we've seen um, in the past, or as past you know the first five starts or four starts, um, and they made him pay for it um, with a couple, you know, and it probably ends up being mistakes. But um, the stuff didn't feel also just as crisp as uh, we've seen in the, seen in the previous starts. Josh felt like he was improved in some areas. He said just being able to win counts more, limit the walks. Did you see a difference in how Josh pitched tonight? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the limiting the walks is is a huge thing for him. He he has to continue to do that. It's really important. Um, and he did he did a nice job of that. Um, so I, I did I think Josh did a nice job. Um, you know, we went with Freddie there in the fifth and. They, they hit a couple breaking balls um, against Freddie. But, um, yeah, I thought Josh, um, you know, I thought he pitched, pitched nice tonight. Craig, you guys played two really scrappy games in the first two games of the series. Then you had that very emotional day yesterday and then today not very much on the field. Do you think any of that's linked? No, I don't. Um, you know, we, we just – we didn't swing the bats today. Um you know, we didn't pitch particularly well either. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think we, we, we faced some good pitching. Uh, the first, you know, th this is a team with really good starting pitching. Um, 
you know, we scrapped across some runs in the first couple of games. Um, but again, we need to score. And I mean, I just, you know, that's, you know, we're not scoring enough. We're not, um, putting pressure on, on teams like early in the game and it's, and it's continued and it's, and it's just, it becomes a really tough formula. It's the Bayview shade and blind post game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the fan brought to you by the laborers international union, local one thirteen. feel the power on the web at L I U N a one one three dot org. All right, there he is, manager Craig Council, and it's the same conversation uh, with him as it has been with me, and that is the offense. And we all agree that that's what, you know, is is the Achilles heel here. And by the way, uh, I, I don't feel, I don't have any information, but that Manny Pena thing, that, that, do, that doesn't sound good. It really doesn't. But, uh, I mean, he, he – continues to go back to the offense and and rightly so that's the story of this year's team it is it's not corona that's not really the story when it comes to the baseball part of it the literal baseball games these brewers games it comes down to the offense this year as the number one story not the opt-out of uh of uh, lorenzo kane it's, it's not any of that. The story is the collective offense. It just isn't working through half of these games. And honestly, guys, I, I think the change is coming and, and because there's no other choice. And I understand what he's saying, too. And I agree with it to a, to a, a degree. And that is uh, that, you know, these guys do have a track record of some pretty good success. I'm stunned by a 100-point difference in batting averages. This year, I, I'm blown away by this. Good hitters down 100 points. I mean, I, don't, I, I can't explain that. I don't think they can either. So you have what you have. You have what you have to work with, and that is tinker with that lineup. Yep, now I'm the lineup guy, Craig. You know that. So now you're forced to do it. You're forced to throw Urias up there or Orlando Arce up there. You're forced to separate Keston here and Christian Yelich. You're forced to put Ryan Braun in there much more than you would actually want to because now we're in the second half of this shortened season. You're kind of forced to do these things a little bit. I know there's been some tinkering here and there and the matchup thing and all that. I, I get that. But you're, you're kind of forced to do two things. Change the lineup more than you have and ride the hot hand more than you have. Is that fair enough? Is that a fair way to go about this? Change the lineup more than you have in the first 30 and go with the hot hand more than you have in the first 30. I, I don't see what's unfair about that, given what we've been through here through 30 games. Uh, Sam, there's some uh, disturbing categories offensively that the Brewers, and I told you, basically in every major statistical category, the Brewers' offense is down around the bottom, aren't they? Well, uh, disturbing categories in pretty much every offensive category, I would say. Uh, I'm going to start with batting average, Tim. We are second to last in batting average in the entire league. We have a 211 batting average entering before tonight's games, obviously. Uh, what else we want to do? RBIs? Yeah, it's uh, not looking good there either. We are 26 in RBIs with only 109 runs driven in this year. How about runs? We always hear about you know other teams being able to score first against us. Uh, it's not looking that good. Blah 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 blah. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's not looking good either. 27th of the league with runs. Only 112 runs scored. I mean, it's, uh, it's, any way you cut it, we're just nowhere near. No. Not even like half the league. Like 25, 26, 27, 28 ranking. That's in the league. There's 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Man, that's just tough. It is just it's a tough pill to swallow. But it's recoverable to a degree. It is. It's recoverable because you have half a season. That's the, that's the optimistic part. You've got another half to make it right. And you are in a playoff chase. Yes, you are. And people can say they're not, but they are. That's, that's factual information. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the Brewers both 13 and 17. Let's check out some of the numbers uh, in this uh, doubleheader. Game one, Abisail Garcia, one for four. Christian Yelich goes 0 for three with a walk. Keston Hira goes one for four. Justin Smoke, 0 for four, three Ks. Ben Gamble, one for three. Omar Narvaez, one for three with a run scored and a run knocked in. That was the solo shot. Orlando Arcia, two for two with a walk. Jace Peterson, one for two. Uh, Luis Urias uh, entered the game. There was some pinch-hitting appearances uh, uh, and some defensive replacements there. Eric Sogard, by the way, went 0 for 2 uh, in the game as well. Uh, in the uh, pitching department, pitching lines, Adrian Hauser goes four innings, four Ernie's on nine hits, a walk and three strikeouts, 436 ERA for Hauser. Alex Claudio, one inning, one run on two hits, a walk and a strikeout. J.P. Fireisen, two innings, not bad, a run on two hits, I'm sorry, a run on one hit. However, three walks wiggled out of trouble. A couple of strikeouts. Red six runs on 12 hits, no errors. The Brewers one run on seven hits, no errors. The win goes to Sonny Gray. He is now 5-1. and one. The lost Adrian Hauser. He is 1-3. and three. And that uh, after that loss there in game one, uh, Brewers' record was at 13-16 and 16 in the 2020 championship season. Uh, let's go to game two. Ryan Braun, 0 for 3. Christian Yelich, 0 for 2 with a walk. Braun at 193. Yelly at 190. 193 and 190. Uh, Keston Hira goes 0 for 3 with a 237 batting average. Jed Jerko goes 0 for 2 with a 207. Avasail Garcia, 0 for 3, 222 batting average. Manny Pena, no at bats, drew a walk and then got hurt. He's hitting 231. Narvaez, 0 for 2 with a 169. Mark Mathias, 0 for 3 with a, wow, look at this, 292. Luis Urias, 1 for 1 with a walk, 286 for Urias. Orlando Arcia, 0 for 2 at 264. And Lando's having a good year, guys. And I think it's quiet because the Brewers' offensive numbers are, are not that great, but and the Brewers team record as a whole. But uh, 264 batting average, really having a, a decent season. He really is. Uh, Justin Smoke, 0 for 1. He's hitting a flat 200. Ben Gamble, for the record, 191. Sogi, for the record, 181. Ouch. These, again, no wonder the team batting average is about 210. Pitching lines in game two, Lindblom, four innings, a couple of Ernie's on three hits, a walk, and four strikeouts. Freddie Peralta, one inning, got beat up a little bit. Two hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, and two strikeouts. 
Yardley, one inning, no runs on a hit, a walk, and two strikeouts. Justin Grimm, welcome back. One inning, three hits, two Ernie's, two walks, and a strikeout. The Reds get six runs on nine hits, no errors. The Brewers shut out on just one hit, no errors. The win goes to uh, Lucas Sims. He is 2-0. and Lindblom with the loss. He's 1-2. and By the way, halfway mark here, 6-3 ERA for Josh Lindblom. Mm. Brewers with the game two loss at 13-17 and at the 30-game mathematical halfway mark. And we're going to hear from uh, Brewers right-hander Josh Lindblom after the break here. You guys want to jump in? I'll make room for you. 414-799-1250. Offense, the story of the year thus far, and it continued today. 14 innings of baseball in a doubleheader loss and just one run, just one hit in game two. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. We'll be back here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Brewers, a rough day today. They lose both sides of a doubleheader, 6-1 and 6-zip. In the second game, they get shut out on just one hit. And I thought Sam Schmitz is here. I I thought, uh, Sam, that I was having a good day today. I bought my trip to Vegas for the Super Bowl, got Ooh. a good deal on that. So that, you know, it gives you a little something to look forward to way down the line. Uh, you've got football coming up. The Fantasy Football Show is, oh, yeah. is prepared and ready to go for a week from Sunday. That'll be a little bit of a preview show. I uh, was tweaking with my uh, guitar amp today. I got that thing sounding really good. Got a gig on, on Saturday, outdoor gig, separation, the whole deal, big pig roast outside. Uh, down in Illinois, so I, everything was going fine. Well, that's how Wisconsin the- sports usually turns out, is everything's looking great <laughs> for you, and then uh, Wisconsin sports will be right there for you to bring you down back to earth. <laughs> no doubt, but I will say this. They are in a playoff chase. We threw this out there on Twitter at the halfway mark, uh, 30 games in, the Brewers' record at 13-17. and 17. That doesn't jump out at you, but I, I will say this, that you know the standings say that they are in a playoff chase, and uh, we threw it out there. Are the Brewers in a playoff chase? The mathematical halfway mark. The answers were yes, no, and are you kidding? <laughs> what do you have, Sam? All right, so no led the way at 64%. Are you kidding mm. me? Came in second place with 20% of the vote. and 15% said yes, we are in a pennant or playoff race. I'm going to start with some of the – I'm going to go back and forth between the negative and positive remarks. So I'll start with just another guy on Twitter. That is his name. Uh, this is a 25-win team. They are flat-out awful in every aspect of the game. Um, Dallas Ouch. Brewers says 500 will make the playoffs. There are so many teams still alive, which is very true. Yes. Uh, the end is nigh, only because of expanded playoffs, yes. Uh, I'm not even okay. going to try to read this I'll... guy's name. No, but we'll take that. Right. I, I mean, so what if it expanded play? That wasn't the question. The question was, are, are they in a playoff chase? Absolutely. Uh, this one, another friend on Twitter says, expanded playoffs, why not? We're a September team, people. Bend if you must, but don't break. Exactly. And, yes, that I'm, I'm 
fully on board with that one right there because it's true. They do have time. We're halfway. We're not, uh, you know, six games remaining here. It's it's the halfway mark. Now change has got to be made in terms of uh, offensive production. We're, we're all aware of that. The reality is uh, this is a crazy year. It, it really is. And I wouldn't just throw in the towel quite yet. Don't do that. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you, I, I guess, how to, how to be a fan, but uh, I, I'm just choosing to do it this way as a fan. And uh, will, will Craig Council make some changes? I think so. I do. I, I absolutely believe that. And I don't think he wants to. Well, I think he's forced to, for sure. Uh, turning point uh, with the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out greatlakesdragway.com for all the track rental and uh, event information. Uh, turning point in this one was basically once uh, Castellanos and, and Winker got going in game one. And and that was that was tough to see. You could almost... You could almost feel it in uh, in the early portions of of the evening today. We got started at uh, you know four ten, and probably right around five o'clock, uh, things just got sideways. And you knew once the hole was dug that this offense was I don't know. I hate saying this, but it it didn't feel right. They probably weren't going to come out of it, and they didn't. Uh, there's your turning point with the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Let's get to a Josh Lindblom, a little gaudy ERA here through the first uh, half of the season at 6.3. Didn't pitch all that bad today. Four innings, a couple of runs. Here's the Brewers' right-hander. You know, you, you come into a doubleheader, you, the last thing you probably think is get swept, how, how disheartening was today as a whole. Yeah, just a frustrating day of baseball. Uh, it wasn't very much fun. Um, you know, the way the series started, we played two really, really good games, and then to come out today and split the series, you know, that was uh, that was tough. Just how do you feel about your start, your outing in general? Get the one tough inning, just in, overall. How'd you feel? Uh, you know, I, I thought overall, I thought it was, I thought it went well. Um, a lot more conviction behind pitches. Uh, you know, I was able to control some counts a little bit better. Um, just made, made some bad pitches that they hit that one inning. And, um, you know, the next two, I was able to get back to executing pitches. But uh, overall, I thought, I thought it went well. Limiting the walks too, Josh. I mean, just one tonight. I know that's been an emphasis for you. Of That's something you've been frustrated with recently. Yeah, it has. Uh, but, you know, you know, I'm, I'm happy with – there were a couple – couple of times I fell behind 3-0 um was able to to battle back um and you know that's a sign of just trusting my stuff uh trusting that it plays in the zone um not worrying about result just worrying about execution so you know the one walk even the one walk I thought I battled in the at bat so it was uh it was good Josh you guys hit the point of the season now where do you uh where do you assess where this team is at uh you know if I had to pick a word for the season, I would say just inconsistent. Um, you know, we, we haven't been able to really get on a roll. Um, you know, we've, we've had flashes where we've played really, really good baseball. And then we've had, you know, straight stretches where we haven't played very good baseball. So, you know, I think going forward these next 30 games, it just needs to be consistent, um, you know, fr- from every, every standpoint of the game. Uh, but, yeah, just, just very inconsistent. Josh, did you get it? Uh, you know, this is another shorter start. Do you anticipate that there will be a lot of games like this with the expanded rosters or just the way that they plan to use you? 
I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I, I just take the ball and I just go for as long as they tell me to. Um, that, that decision's above my pay grade. Um, so I just go out and compete for however many pitches that they see fit. Um, and, you know, whether that's three innings, whether that's four innings, um, you know, like I've said in the past, you know, my job is to, to keep us in the game and to give us a chance to win. Um, and that looks different on different days. Uh, some days that'll look like three or four innings and other days that'll look like six, seven innings. Um, so just go out and compete in next few pitches is, is all I'm concerned about. Josh, I, I know you're uh, involved in your own game preparation pitching, but could you tell if the team was emotionally ready to play today after that day yesterday? That was a pretty emotional day. Yeah, it was, it was a very emotional day. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, when we left the field yesterday, we knew that we were gonna have to show up and be ready to play two games. Um, so I, I think we were ready. Um, you know, I, I don't think that yesterday affected, you know, anything by any means. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on the fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Yeah, rough one at Miller Park today as the Brewers fall in both games of this doubleheader 616 zip uh, before we get to our spark of the game and uh, bounce around, get some news uh, in and around Major League Baseball. We'll get Jim in here from Waukesha. Jim, baby shade and blind post game show. What's up? Uh, Tim, uh, I don't know what to do with the Brewers. They have nothing to trade. They have nothing at the alternate site. They got a bunch of washed up brewers, washed up players from other teams, and young guys who uh, who aren't any good. I mean, Hero had well, a I don't know. rookie season, and the league had all winter and all spring to figure him out, and now he strikes out twice every game, and it's not even on pitches that are strikes. Well, if, the, if this is going to make you feel a little bit better, some of the young guys are really good. And that and that's Devin Williams and Luis Urias and and I could say that Brandon Woodruff is relatively young and and Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, Adrian Hauser. I mean, those guys are decent. They really are, Jim. Yeah, so that, that I mean, that's, that's what I'm focusing on. That's five guys. I mean, how would you like to be Stearns? He had to go to Korea to get a starting pitcher, and I don't care how good Lindblom was in Korea. Uh, major league hitters are a lot better than they are in Korea. Yeah, and and though with with Lindblom though, I I don't think that they were uh, acquiring him to be their ace. It's sort of that you know five hole guy. I, I do, and no disrespect to Josh, but you know they I think they're 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 hanging their hat on that younger sort of core in the rotation. But I understand what you're saying because it does snowball on you. It's the Jed Jerkos and Justin Smokes and Logan Morrison's and Brock Holtz and a couple of those guys are already gone. So you're seeing some changes. I know it looks a little, uh, it looks a little. Uh, the optics aren't good at times, Jim. Though, but I will say this: that David Stearns has these guys have competed about the second they took over. You know, they yeah, they really I have. Baseball America ranked their minor league system dead last at the beginning of the season. They're not going to get any help from the alternate site. Their yeah, only now chance of winning is to be ahead three to two going into the seventh inning, 
and hope that uh, Williams, Phelps, and uh, Hader can protect the lead. Yep. Uh, no, I agree with you there. With the plight of the offense right now, you are right on the money. You have to, and they, and they have to be available and fresh and ready to go, because you have to consider that too. If they go, uh, you know, in in, in one night and and maybe use them uh, a day later, that they're all off. So now you need even more offense to get through that stuff. But you're you're right on the money. The Phelps, the Williams, the Hater. Come on, offense. Do well enough to have the lead late in the game, and you're probably going to get it. Do you think they're in a, a playoff chase right now with oh, God, this year's God, no. this year's in? <laughs> they can't beat no, Pittsburgh the... and Cincinnati. What are they going to do when they play somebody good? <laughs> okay, well, we'll see what happens against Pittsburgh. I would say just just reserve some hope here, just for a little while longer. I'm going to tell you to hold on just a little while longer. No, I'm holding on by the skin of my teeth here. I I, I watched the doubleheader today, and I watched the last weekend against Pittsburgh. My God, Pittsburgh was what four and eighteen before they played the Brewers, and they swept them. Yeah, yeah. At that time, I mean, they come out of there. They had Pittsburgh had seven wins, and what four of them were against the Brewers this season? Well, you that's got guys crazy. like well, Gamble. Gamble can play. Once or twice a week and be good, but he's not an everyday player. Agreed. And and uh, that's why Ryan Braun. Hey, would you consider trading Braun? He's untradeable. He's a social pariah. He'd be a public relations disaster for every other team. He's cheated and lied twice. Nobody wants him. Nobody else touch well, him. Uh, oh, I, th- I think he still gets booed every time he comes to bat and. Uh, in uh, visiting Team City, I th- I do think he has a little value, though. I do. I well, I shouldn't even say little value. I think maybe someone would give you a decent prospect for Braun. Would you take that? Well, yeah, but nobody nobody's going to do it. He's a public relations nightmare. All right, Jim, hang in there. There'll be better days. I promise you. I trust David Stearns. I do. Thank you, Jim. Hmm. Oh, boy. No, I understand the, that frustration right there. But I do like some of these young guys. I agree with you on the minor league side of things. We're going to have to wait to see what what's up with uh, Corey Ray, a Tristan Lutz, a Garrett Mitchell, and some of these younger guys, Felicianos and Peyton Henrys. And we're going to have to we're going to have to wait. And the jury's still out on on that. Um. But see, you're pay- paying the price now of acquiring a Christian Yelich. You're paying the price of a, you know, acquiring uh, to get you into the playoffs for the second straight season of a, a Jordan Lyles and a Drew Pomerantz and some of these guys. That's what got you into the playoffs. That was your final push into the playoffs in a couple of different seasons. So it did empty the cupboard a little bit. It did. But I do trust David Stearns. And Aren't they allowed a mulligan? Sort of. I mean, we are on on a golf course. I mean, I am with my band gigs. I mean, ah, that song, man, I just, you know, I just screwed that song up or whatever. We're allowed that a little bit. I think David Stearns might be too. And you throw in... No excuse, but it is a it is a weird season. It really is. Spark of the game with uh, Current Electric. Call Current.com for your electrician superheroes. 
This is all I've got for you for a spark. This this is it. This is it. In two games, 14 innings of baseball, this is all I have. But you have a lot of opportunities, and there's a fly ball hit back in a deep right field. Castellanos looking up. It's gone. Home run number two of the series for Omar Narvaez, and I guess the Brewers on the board. There it is on Fox Sports Wisconsin, the spark of the game. That was spark of the game one, maybe the spark of uh, the entire doubleheader because that's the only run you scored. In fact, you got shut out in game two on just one hit. Let's squeeze in uh, Kirk as in captain. Uh, you're next, Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. That they're what four games out of the wild card four now without Brock Holt to be six or seven games out right I mean he's actually one well, let me talk about this last week this idea that this guy can't play baseball at all is absurd this guy can play he can get on base I don't think he's going anywhere interesting okay I don't know what that was it sounded like he had like a pre-recorded answer something yeah i was trying to follow that it seemed to be he was trying to show that the inconsistency of an opinion on brock holt that wasn't me by the way on the recording was it no i think i would recognize my voice right yeah i don't know that was <laughs> weird hey that, 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 is, that is weird i think uh the bugs are getting to people uh, speaking of which, I stepped outside during the last break. It is the buggiest it's ever been uh, all summer long, oh, isn't you're, it? You're telling, dude. I got mosquito bites literally everywhere. I have like three oh. on my left leg, two on my left arm, one on my right arm. I got like <laughs> five on my back, dude. It's it, everywhere. And I'm not kidding you. Uh, earlier this afternoon, uh, there were. I don't know what they were. They were like dragonflies or something. Is there some sort of locust plague or dragonfly, I don't know, uh, crop going on here? Not that I know it in was, Milwaukee. It was down where I live. It was literally like clouds of these things. Do you remember years ago we had the locusts and then uh, some years ago we had the, the, the monarchs or the butterflies or whatever? I don't know if I missed something in the news or the Farmer's Almanac because these things were there were just hordes of them. It's weird. It was weird. It's just a weird, weird time. Crazy times. All right, Sam. <laughs> we have to take a break. We'll get to uh, MLB's scoreboard, find out what's going on in the National League Central. And uh, was there any no-hitters? Was there any big games? Who might be the front uh, candidate for the MVP in the NL? Uh, possibly any or all of that information up next. Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, a tough one today. Brewers fall twice in a doubleheader against the Cincinnati Reds. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on The Fan. Yes, it is, and we know what happened inside the Central here, at least with these two teams. And a doubleheader today, a makeup game from yesterday. Uh, Brewers fall in Game 1, 6-1. to They fall in Game 2, 6-zip, one hit in the uh, second uh, of the two games. And uh, again, granted, uh, seven-inning doubleheaders these days, but I think we should be able to, as fans, expect more in a run not just a, a a blip on the radar here for the Brewers' offense being offensive, 
Uh, but uh, they're going to have to turn things around. I look for council to move a few chess pieces around the board here because they have to. All right, Sam Schmitz, uh, you come on in here, and uh, what's going on around the league? All right, we also had a doubleheader in St. Louis today between the Cardinals and Pirates. This one was an eight-inning, extra-inning game, but the Pirates win game one against the Cardinals 4-3. to three. Brian Reynolds, Jacob Stallings, and Cole Tucker all driving in a run from Pittsburgh. The Cardinals in game one recorded three errors as well. Chris Stratton got the win. He moves to 2-0. and John Gant gets the loss. He is now 0-2. Richard Rodriguez gets his second save of the year as well for Pittsburgh. The Pirates also took Game 2, sweeping the Cardinals today. Final score of Game 2, 2-0 two wow. Pirates. Pittsburgh going small ball again in Game 2. Eric Gonzalez and Adam Frazier driving in the runs. Former Brewers prospect Cody Ponce gets his first Major League win, pitching five and two-thirds of an inning, allowing no runs. On five hits with two walks and a strikeout on 77 pitches, Ponce is now 1-1 one one this season. Yeah, you know, Sam, that's uh, one of our callers tonight had mentioned that, uh, you know, there's nothing in the in the cupboard there in the minor leagues. You, you, that's, that's a guy right there. You acquired Jordan Lyles uh, for a playoff run. Yeah. And now you, you pay the price for that. He's no longer the ownership of, of the Brewers, and Cody Ponce has, has a little bit of a future. With another team, so now yeah, I mean, again, you're you're paying the price a little bit, a little delayed reaction. Uh, you, we weren't complaining about Jordan Lyles rattling off a bunch of victories for the crew, were we? No. As they were waltzing into the playoffs. And I mean, to your credit too, all these prospects have been trading away, especially the guys in the Marlins too. They may not be the flashy names, and they may not get you. You know, we have the top so and so prospect in the top 100 of MLB pipelines rankings, but they are mostly all serviceable at some point in their careers. They, they No, I agree with that. And and guys like Mauricio Dubon and Isan Diaz and, and these types of guys, you had to give those guys up to get what you got. And part of what you got is Yelich, obviously. But the other part is playoff appearances. It certainly helped. Right. So in that game, too, then, Johan Oviedo gets the loss for St. Louis. He moves to 0-1. Nick Turley got the save for the Pirates. St. Louis now 11-11. The Cardinals will remain in St. Louis for a three-game series against the Cleveland Indians starting tomorrow. Pittsburgh now 9-19. The Pirates now make their way to Miller Park, obviously, for the weekend series against the Brewers, and the Cubs oh, had the man. night off. They'll begin a four-game series against the Cincinnati Reds starting tomorrow with a doubleheader on Saturday. The Brewers now sit five games back from the Cubs, tied at 13-17 and with the Reds tonight. Some extra news from around the league. We had seven games postponed today, obviously, but a couple things still going on. Fernando Tatis Jr. continues his case for MVP by hitting his league-leading 13th home run today. That home run was hit on the roof of the Western Metal Supply Company building in left field. It was apparently a 448-foot homer. And finally, former Brewer Brett Phillips is on the move again. The Royals have sent Brett Phillips to the Tampa Bay Rays for infielder Lucius Fox. Yeah, little storied uh, career already for Brett Phillips, one of my buddies in the business, that's for sure. He goes from Houston to Milwaukee to Kansas City and now Tampa. Ah, the life of a baseball player. World traveler, Brett Phillips. Good good guy. Really good guy. You guys know that. And funny guy, too. All right, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, tomorrow we'll get you ready for game one of a four-game weekend wraparound series. Uh, the term just wraps around the weekend. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. A little bit on the rare side in the scheduling department for Major League Baseball. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. We're going to get you ready for game one of that four-game set. 
uh, at 6 o'clock. And after the last pitch, you make the switch right here, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. And we'll hopefully be talking about a little run that the Brewers are going to try and start tomorrow. A little payback in mind, don't you think? Derek Holland on the, on the hill with a 6-1 ERA uh, for the Pirates. However, in his career against the Brewers, uh, in, a, in a pretty good handful of outings, uh, 13 or 14 appearances, just over two ERA, <laughs> whatever it is against the Brewers, he's got their number. Nobody determined yet to start for the crew tomorrow. I don't see why they wouldn't announce that that would be Corbin Burns. Am I missing something here? I mean, it was right. It was Anderson and Woodruff earlier this week against the Reds in Game One and Two. So why wouldn't it be Burns then? Not sure. I know that the the off day yesterday did uh, throw things out of whack a little bit, but uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to guess it's Corbin Corbin on the hill for the Brewers tomorrow, but let's talk Brewers baseball again tomorrow as we get your weekend going. For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. There'll be better days, that's for sure. Brewers couldn't do much worse today. They lose both games of this doubleheader. You guys try and have a great night despite the outcome. Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 